How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey homos, welcome to Happy Healthy Homo. We are back with another episode. I'm still Keegan. I'm still Joe. And we are still boyfriends, believe it or not. Um, <laughs> after a holiday as well. So I know, we had a very long holiday together, which hopefully you've, you've noticed the tan. Uh, glowing. Thank you. Um, if you're watching, if you're yeah. listening, then just take it from me. I'm yeah, proud. we're very, very tanned. <laughs> um, very exciting episode today. We are, we've got a guest. We are joined mm-hmm. by Nick Collier, or you might know him better as L of a Day. Um, it's always nice when we get a guest in, isn't it? I know, I like it. It sort of breaks up the monotony yeah, of our rambling. We don't have to listen to each other <laughs> yeah. as much. Um, hey, Nick. Yeah, hey. welcome. How wow, you you're glowing. What a Thank tan. Thank you. <laughs> Correct. Guys, if you're not watching this, wow. <laughs> Thank you so the much. The sun god. <laughs> <laughs> how are you doing? You are. Yeah, good. Yeah, how are you? Thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. It's, it's, it's nice to do a podcast in real life i struggle when they're on zoom because i feel like the yeah. connection is just not there yeah yeah we, we've made we have made a conscious effort not to do that it's mm. like people have said oh come on on zoom but i appreciate it because i feel like the flow over zoom like i have to do the interviews for attitude with the drag race lot every mm-hmm. week and sometimes you know there's a bit of a gap where you don't know if they're about to finish speaking yeah. at least yeah. in real life you can kind of gauge it and if they've Definitely. got a 56k modem or something and <laughs> yeah <laughs> this is it so, yeah and then drop, dropping out yeah yeah it's a nightmare um so you've 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 queued us up nicely there drag race you're welcome that's where we would thank you we <laughs> um, that's where we would know you from hell of a day yeah series three mm-hmm. um bing bang bong is a cultural moment in again not that season, that though, season two that season that's two. all good <laughs> it's bde bde oh, yeah. i knew you had one i knew you were part of a cultural moment yeah because that was the slow one 
and Big yeah, Man One was really a fast one the year before. So I, I'll be honest with you, right, I'm gonna, and I'm going to say, I realise I'm saying this to someone who's been on Drag Race. Do you get Drag Race fatigue? Like I uh-huh. Get, I get, Hell yeah. <laughs> like this season is the, I haven't watched Drag Race for a few years because I was just rupaul out. Yeah, know? I know what you mean. It's in every country now, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I haven't personally really watched the American one for years yeah. because mm-hmm. especially once you go through that process, watching it becomes harder. Yeah. yeah. Once you've actually seen what happens behind the scenes. Okay, yeah. And uh, I, I mainly just watch Australia and the UK now. That's okay. it. Right. Yeah. Is that because it ruined the magic of it and you like, oh, I know that they would have done that like <coughs> five times and. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. A little <laughs> bit. And, you know, you know when they already know what's coming up and you know that they're pretending not to know what the challenge is when really you probably okay. already know. Oh, yeah. okay. You know? you know when RuPaul's only half made up and not done below the desk. <laughs> exactly. There was, there was a moment when RuPaul wasn't even there and we were reacting to one of the producers. <laughs> we're like, oh. do, you know, do you know what? We, we, that was like a thing that we played watching. I'm going, I don't think RuPaul's even yeah. there. And it could, and it, ha, 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 ha. I'm going, he's not there. Yeah. He's 100% not there. Yeah, and it, you know, they'd, they'd always be like, do it again a bit more energy so you'd be like oh wow <laughs> when really the first time we'd be like oh, okay cool which is not a problem for you because you're you're like a dancer actor how many yeah. do you're a triple threat i am very threatening very <laughs> threatening <laughs> persona um what was there a question there well i don't know just as in that that would be easy for you because you came from a performance background, yeah the I good suppose. thing with my my season most of us were like trained actors singers in various you know whatever so it was very easy just to be fake. Yeah. I mean, the industry we're in is quite fake anyway. So no. people are quite good at being When we like, met oh Nick yeah. just now, we were just like, hey. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> and now the podcast. Hey, hey welcome, Nick. Showbiz. <laughs> yeah. um, so talk, talk, us through, talk us through that journey then. So as Joel said, mm. you, you, you were in, you're in, we're in theatre kind of before. And then... I, I'm interested in the logistics. So talk us through, yeah, what you did before and then getting into. Oh, uh, so long, long story short, I left home at 16 to go and train to musical theatre college. Graduated at 19, then started working mainly as like a dancer sort of person, person, <laughs> mainly as a dancer person back then because I didn't the really know title. if I could sing or, or anything. So my first ever job was actually on The X Factor, back in dancing for That's Owen cool. Quigg back in 2008 and then the over time hair. I kind of did hair, right? mm, yeah, yeah like ginger spiky Irish yeah. uh you can't miss him oh well, he's not about nowadays <laughs> you can miss him now I miss him <laughs> 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 but um then I ended up doing jobs like fame the musical like a tap dancing musical like cats all sorts of like the big dancey ones because I was young <clears throat> and then over time I just ended up covering the leads and working in the West End in Wicked, Mormon. Uh, and then, then what happened? Then lockdown happened. And I just started rehearsals for Hairspray. And lockdown happened. Worked in Morrison's up the road from me. And then by the end of 2020, I'd applied for Drag Race and went on. Because you'd not been doing drag long, had no, you, when you? No, so I'd, the first time I ever did drag was 2017. And I did it once. And then I did it once again the next year. And then I left Mormon and was like, do you know what? I own a couple of wigs. I can kind of paint a face. I'm going to put myself out there as 
a drag queen and I used to apply for like drag DJ jobs, even though I can't, I haven't got a clue how to DJ, <laughs> but I'm that guy. Plug your USB in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'd put Spotify on. I'm that person that's like, do you know what? I can do it. Let's go for it. Yeah, you that's know? called gay audacity, isn't it? Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's I, very that. It's I very can do that. Gay audacity or like that Catherine Tate character that's like, I can do that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so what's the logistics of getting on a show like RuPaul? You have to do uh, a an audition tape, so a 10 minute tape it was back then. Part of it is answering questions in and out of drag, sort of like why you do it, where you live, you know, what your trauma is. Yeah. Uh, there was a lip sync to a RuPaul song. There was... Of course, uh, his ego knows no bounds, does <laughs> it? <laughs> Even in the audition process. <laughs> they <three> must <laughs> sing one of my songs. I know. So I, I chose the shortest one with the like, least lyrics because I'm really bad at lear learning lyrics, especially to So you didn't do the rap from Call Me Mother? Fuck no. <laughs> no, and I didn't do Hey Pussy That Walk, whatever it's called. Is that what it's called? S S S that oh, one. yeah. <laughs> so I didn't do that one. Because I, I don't really listen to his, his music. No I don't think anybody people, does. But, you know, loved it on the show for the catwalks. Yeah. Uh, what else? You had to do two choices of Snatch Game, answering two questions. Okay. Uh, and then an acting acting uh, piece. It's to quite camera. extensive then. Yeah, it's a lot to fit into 10 minutes. Wow. It was during the lockdown, so I had yeah. bugger all to do. <laughs> <laughs> so I just got it done really quick. Um, and yeah, that's it really. You submit it. And then back then you could see if they had viewed it. So like okay. that's when all the drag race people are like, oh my God, I've had 12 views yeah. and one download. Okay. And, uh, and like, I wouldn't <coughs> have thought there were that many drag queens in the UK. Oh, there's loads. Is there? Uh, obviously of varying degrees of yeah, talent. Yeah, exactly. But the, the, um, I don't know how many people, you know, applied, but during 2020, I'm sure we spawned about 600 yeah, drag queens yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Well, I suppose that's the thing every season. Yeah. yeah. Like it multiplies. It multiplies. It does, it's like yeah. a virus. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> and how's it been since since then? Since you left this a few years ago it's, now? Yeah, it's been two years since I was on telly. Um, it's been wild. Is that all? Yeah, two years. Of course it is. If yeah. Season three, yeah. Yeah. So it feels like you've been around forever. I know, it, it does. <laughs> like, uh, like the Nigella like Mikawave was yeah. like a... That feels like it was donkeys ago, like it's cemented in yeah. British gay culture. Yeah, it was literally literally two years ago. And last year was really, really busy in terms of tours and like appearances and like I toured Australia. And so oh. last year was really full on. Mm. And by the end of last year, I was absolutely knackered and felt pro proper shit, to be honest. Mm. This year has been lovely because it's, it's felt like I've been able to achieve things I want to do and kind do different things. Choose a bit more, yeah. yeah, so... It's been a really interesting couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. Is that why you seem like you're going slightly more as well? Well, obviously, Elevate is still <coughs> a huge thing, a huge part of what you do, but you're going a bit more into like acting, I saw. Is that right? Yeah. Well, I like to dip in and out, as yeah. we all do. And um, Ooh, uh. <laughs> 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 um, I, I like to you know, mix it up a bit. So, the, the film, some other hood that I, I did, I had this minuscule cameo part in it. That came out this year. Is that as Nick or as Ella? That was as Ella. Okay. But you know, I I, I worked for so many years as myself. I'm mm. quite happy and confident to carry on yeah, doing yeah. that. It's not just because I'm L of a day now. I must only do yeah, L of a yeah. day because that would suck and be boring. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that. I mean, that's good because you see so many drag queens just off the top, the top of my head, like Brooklyn Heights. Mm -hmm. There's a like a good looking man, then suddenly he's like filled his face full of stuff. 
to be Brooklyn Heights. Yeah. Or, and as, as if people just morph into their drag queen persona and that's yeah. all who they are. And I couldn't do that because yeah. I, I, you know, I, I'm quite comfortable with who I am. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, the thought of filling up my cheeks and my lips and, you know, all this just, just to do drag. To do and drag. then out of drag, feel mm. that would just feel really weird if I was going to yeah. the gym or to the shops. And yeah, people yeah. would look at me like, yeah. right. So yeah. many people do it, don't well, they? Well, definitely, you must be in the minority, minority with that, because I know... And the minority has their own eyebrows, I think. Because <laughs> 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 people shave them off. Tattooed on, yeah. And then you see all these naked mole rats like coming into the dressing <laughs> room like, hey, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, I always think if... Aliens came it came down to Earth and they flicked on RuPaul uh, that bit where they're all doing themselves up. Yeah, they would go. We need to leave. What or the they'd be like, "We've already been here. We're already here. <laughs> yeah, what, We're safe." Yeah. What is going on? <laughs> what is going on? Uh, How was um the aftercare from RuPaul, we were just interested when we were chatting, we were like, oh, I wonder what, because you know how Love Island has had loads of yeah. uh, sort of campaigning of like, mm. you need to look after your contestants afterwards. Same with Big Brother and stuff. Yeah. I mean, for me, it was fine. I didn't have mm. really any any issues or need for aftercare. So okay. for me, it was fine. Yeah. Like that you do have like a psych test before you go in. And, and people pass that. Yeah. Well, they, they must, the bar must be very low. <laughs> I think it's a very low bar. <laughs> I think they just need to get you through. Although, listen, when I was doing the psych test, I felt like he spoke more than I did. So right. I don't even know okay. if, if it's worth it. But um, yeah, I, I think it depends who you ask, you know. Yeah. I think people have a tough time on the show. I personally didn't. Mm. There was a week where I almost quit, but I got over that very quick. Uh, whereas some people need more aftercare i would yeah, say yeah, because yeah. of all the trolling and i think yeah i think you can't you you can never know how to deal with that i how, don't know how, how have you yeah let's talk about that because mm. it's do you, do you get a lot of grief because i imagine Not. i can see like you know for instance like a, a horror who's if someone's cast as a villain, villain. kind of thing it, it's going to be a bit more difficult and people are going to just jump <laughs> on that yeah whereas if you were like really likable and as a, that, that's not just the edit. <laughs> you are really like, <laughs> uh, but so, but I'm sure you still got grief. Like, oh we yeah, still get grief, mm. don't we? And we're very yeah. likable. <laughs> it's yeah. it's a weird thing because you know I, I didn't expect to get to 32, 33 years of age and then be judged by the whole world. Yeah, that's kind of weird. And then not only judged by the world, but a million twelve-year-olds who think they know everything yeah, about life yeah. and a drag and you know, whether someone's got any personality or any good at things. So I have had my fair share of of hate and trollism, but overall it's been positive. I have to really hold my tongue and try not to type a sassy reply because mm. that's my favorite thing to do. Yeah. But sometimes it just ends up going on and on and on. Yeah. Well, and you end up blocking them anyway, so. Yeah, is it, George, I think, it, who is it who said it? George Bernard Shaw, don't wrestle with pigs because yeah. You get dirty and the pig likes it. That's true. Um, That's very true. I like so, that. Yeah. So I, I, I mean, sometimes I can't help myself. Mm. Like, <laughs> I know this is it. You know, I'm just like, oh. Well, there's some days in you where if you're in a good headspace and things are going well, you go, oh, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And then some days you can see something and go, <laughs> I'm a nice person <laughs> trying to do nice things. Yeah, it's it's tough because you you obviously get stuck with whatever edit you get on Drag Race, and I unfortunately got um, dumped with this like Ella has no personality edit which yeah. went on for weeks and I watching it back I was like that's really horrible yeah. uh, because I'm not the loudest person in a big group of people never have been never yeah. will be I'm not good at pretending to be someone I am or showing off so I don't feel like I need to so I get that they did that but then 
once you get loads of trolls keep saying like, you're so boring or like, <laughs> <laughs> you're so basic. And yet you still watch me every week. Yeah, <laughs> but here I am two years later, still working yeah. consistently, yeah. still done a multitude of different jobs. And actually, interestingly, when I started doing the interviews with the season five girls, it brought back all that like drag race sort of, I, I entered the ring of drag race again. So yeah, I opened myself up to come on, hate yeah, me yeah, again. Yeah. Tell oh, me oh, I'm oh. boring. Cause that's all done through, <laughs> through attitude, right? Yeah. Through, through the magazine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't actually know about that. Can you explain? It's, it's basically a, uh, a YouTube series where I just talk to whoever's been eliminated every week. Okay. And it's really oh, interesting. It's nice. Oh, bless you. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're sad. <laughs> it, it's really nice. It's nice. Cause I've been through the process mm -hmm. and it was two years ago, you know, I'm way on the other side. As I said, it just it just encourages people to comment okay. on me, so I feel a certain pressure yeah. to yeah. look perfect every week. Yeah, because you're like the expert in this. Yeah, in this and also to protect yeah. myself. Yeah, at least they can't say I look rubbish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they can cool. say everything else. So <laughs> logistics wise, then on that. Again, I'm obsessed with logistics. This is, this <laughs> I is my life. I'm, pl I'm planning. I'm, I'm planning. Planning at Planerson. Yeah. Um, how long does it take to get into drag? Out of drag, are the boobs heavy? Like, oh, I don't wear boobs anymore. Okay. I just uh, stuff a bra okay. in my socks. So that's very is that to protect it your back? Is because the yeah, boobs were heavy. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the, it was like that silicon breastplate, which is just so uncomfortable and sweaty right. and mm, sticky yeah. and gross. Stinky drag queen. <laughs> yeah, like they used to get <laughs> quite stinky as well. Um, getting into drag probably takes me about an hour and a half. Getting out of it takes five minutes. Okay, like, wet wipe. Yeah, literally like cream it in and get it off. That's the best bit, take okay. it all off because. And how many times do you have to do that in a week? Uh, depends, depends what I'm doing. Okay. At the minute it's less, but it has been where I've had to do like seven days on the trot. Oh my and by the end of the week, you know, face is raw. What's, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say what's the impact on your skin? Uh, you just have to be much more careful, like moisturize a lot, make sure you're taking it off carefully. Cause I, I I'm allergic to a certain substance, which I didn't realize for a long time. So the thing that I was sticking my eyebrows down, I was actually allergic to. Right. Wow. I used it for like two and a half years. And my eyes used to blow up in my face and I used to get eczema all down my neck. And I had to do patch testing. It was very dramatic. God. But now I've sorted it. Like Will Smith on Switch when he's shellfish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Literally, that was me every time I did drag. So really? I was like, this is great. It was actually towards the finale of my series when my, my skin started to react. So I was like, this is the worst time possible yeah. where my face doesn't want to have makeup on it when yeah, I'm about yeah. to go into the busiest year of my life. And safe to say it was a bit of a nightmare and I had to cancel loads of work because of my skin. Really? Wow. Yeah. I was going to say, you've got amazing skin and considering you like slap on <coughs> loads of makeup as well. Slap like it that's, on. that's amazing. Yeah, I do slap it on as well. No, I just, I just take care. Like a trowel. <laughs> 35 now, so my skin's not getting any younger. So I just have to really like Look after it. put the moisture back into yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're big on your skin you know? Well, I am, and then I went on holiday and then ate and drank to excess, I'll be honest. And uh, now I've got, I'm paying for it now with my skin. I've got all these little pimples coming through, but I in general, see. I love it. I just, I, I struggle with the bags. Shine a light, eyes. brighten up yeah. light. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'll, I'll stick some lino over the cover. Yeah, the next season of, of this podcast, we, we have a MUA. Gigan yeah, didn't know what MUA was the other day. He was oh like, no. what's it, what was it about? You were what being asked about a shoot or something. You were like, what's a moa? And I was like, <laughs> this makeup artist. Oh, right, yeah. Moa. <laughs> you need the whole RuPaul lighting setup. That's what you need. She has her own lighting setup just really? on her. Wow. 
just so that's why she, she looks so perfect. Always she looks perfect goes, anyway. Yeah. But the lighting, she must have about. So I can don't. she not even see the stage? Is she like? Hang on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's not. just guessing. <laughs> <laughs> I once saw uh, Paris Hilton. Someone asked. She was at a thing. I was. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. They said, uh, can they have a photo with her? And she whipped out this light. <laughs> and it was before like ring lights were a thing. She just yeah. whipped out this light and took the selfie. The person took the selfie. And then the friend leaned in and grabbed the phone and went, yeah, that's all right. <laughs> like, uh, like, to approve so, it. So, yes. Yeah, so, oh, so my God. Rig- rigmarole. I mean, being that friend must be stressful. Yeah. yeah. We uh, need that friend, though. Yeah. <laughs> do you get friends. that when, you, when you're out and about? Do you get recognized a lot? And do you whip out your own ring light? No, I don't whip out my own (laughs) ring light. It depends where you go. And sometimes you get surprised in the most random of places. I was doing a charity trek on Hadrian's Wall and someone recognized me. It was so weird. Uh, And then like if you go into certain gay bars, you'll be mobbed. Yeah. Yeah. And you can go some places. No one has a clue. Yeah. It's great. It's a real mixture because I think drag race is quite niche still. Yeah, but it doesn't like it doesn't feel it. I think for others, gay men, it's like drag. I suppose it's what you choose to watch, and it has every every yeah. uh, for you page is it's very different. Become a bit of a culture, like a gay culture in a way. Yeah. Drag race, like it's become mm. ingrained into what everyone watches. I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, it's like a gay X Factor. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Yeah. Gex Factor. <laughs> Do you often are you often out and about as Ella, or no. after gigs you would like straight out? Yeah. 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 Is that for any reason? Are you worried potentially of any like, because we were talking about like homophobic, like attacks being sort of on the rise. Yeah. Yeah. Are you conscious of that? Or are you worried about that? Or it's not really you on your... you experienced any of that? Uh, not in drag, I haven't. No, I have. Uh, before before Drag Race, me and my boyfriend were walking around the corner from where we live and someone started yelling at us, like, like, like calling us like fucking faggots. If you turn around, I'm going to come smash your faces in and stuff like that. So, and Marco's Italian, so he didn't have a clue what he said. So I was just like, walk. I was like, why? He was like, <laughs> oh, no. walk. Uh, and in, because I, in, in certain scenarios, I'm a bit of a fighter, but in that one, I was like, flight, we need to go. Yeah. So it was like it's around the corner it. from my house. <coughs> but in drag, I, you know, I get, I get paid to do drag and be in drag. As mm. soon as it's done, I want to get out of it because it's so uncomfortable. Yeah. There are moments where I go to a, an awards show, like I went to Pink News, Pride of Britain. Uh, all sorts mm. attitude in drag and I'll sit there for hours and hours and hours yeah. in a corset wow. wig it's heavy 
the makeup after a while you've got like oh it's dry <laughs> renaissance it's like doing sas sometimes because i'm so uncomfortable my feet are bound yeah hip pads corset yeah like stress positions it, it feels sometimes oh, like no. i need to get out of this yeah so yeah. i don't tend to just go out on the jolly okay in drag because no. i just don't i don't need to i don't want no. to you're not running from gig to gig like I need to get to the next <laughs> no. one <laughs> <laughs> no. um, kids need new shoes yeah. <laughs> i wish i wish back in the day like before i'd gone on TV and done it. I always wanted to go out and just socialize in drag, but I had no friends that wanted to do that. So I mm, didn't. Yeah. Cause I think that is a fun part of it when people yeah. say, oh my God, you look amazing. Yeah. Uh, I, I can say that I don't look good in drag. Have you done it? Not drag, like I put a wig on and. Uh, What's the drag race one where it? they get celebs on who and drag them up? I feel like you would be great on that. Yeah. Cause one that I watched it was the Ameri it was American Oh, the American, season. yeah. There was a big, I think he was an ex-footballer, American NFL footballer. Player. And um, yeah, he didn't look great, but I, I think- <laughs> I, I I, If I dragged up, I'd look like my mom, which is a damning indictment of my mom, I guess. <laughs> I, think you'd be, I think you'd be all right. Mm. Enjoy, we'll have to do it one day. Yeah. I'm all right for that. thank you. No, I think we'll, we'll make it happen. <laughs> I did it once on a, another podcast I was a part of, and Ahura was on, and she made us do a drag challenge, and I wore her Shakira wig, and I don't know what came over me. I just became a different person because I was like the quietest yeah. member of that podcast. And then I actually won that challenge. And they hey. were like, I don't know what's happened to you, Joel. You've just literally come out of your shell because you've got a wig on. So maybe, maybe I should be a drag. It's the quiet the ones you need to watch out for. Like, <laughs> yeah. They didn't see me coming. Yeah. Drag race. <laughs> there you go. Do, do, you, like, do you worry about, I mean, obviously when you're hell of, hell of a day, you're a different character and you get paid to go up on stage and you've got your shtick. But can you, I suppose you can get away with more as a performer, as a drag queen, because it's a character and everybody mm. knows that. But is there an element <laughs> of worry about being like, obviously cancel culture is so prevalent. Yeah. Is that something that you worry about, that you think about while you're on there? I, I definitely do. I, I keep it within the bounds of, you know, not being too offensive. Like yeah. I do take Because some piss. drag queens are like ruthless, aren't they? Yeah. And like, don't get me wrong, like I am, I can be really ruthless, but like in a fun way. Like mm. I, I like to think <clears throat> I have like the right balance between not going too far. Mm. I think some people don't have that sort of level yeah. or taste mm. level. Yeah, or can like uh, read the room, I guess. Yeah, like there's, there's some drag queens that I know or used to know who just cannot read a room, cannot, cannot realize that what they're doing is actually quite harmful to the person they're talking about. Because there's like shade and there's also being a CMT. Yeah. 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 And I think people don't understand that balance. I think people, someone that's watched Drag Race their whole life and their whole life is based around Drag Race, they mm. don't really understand how to communicate with people. Mm, yeah. Whereas I think from, from all the years I've been in the biz, darling, <laughs> I have been in so many rooms with so many different people, you know, taking the piss out of so many people that mm. I can kind of, gauge it yeah yeah, yeah. Hey. i think anyway i've yeah. not been cancelled so far so far <laughs> cut to this podcast <laughs> <laughs> the Elevate. next podcast i'm so sorry for what i did yeah the apology the apology note yeah <laughs> <laughs> well speaking of being cancelled we i read an article i sent it to you didn't i and it was talking about <clears throat> how it was like an extreme feminist and she was talking about drag is woman face oh yeah um is that a thing? Is it because uh, like we were like it was, you go, oh, this is laughable, but then you go, well, you know, thirty years ago was blackface. Were people going, oh, well, that's laughable? Like, is it is it a thing? Like, 
I think drag's been around since like Panto days. Shakespeare. Yeah, exactly. You could say it was drag. Panto, yeah. It's everyone's gonna have an opinion on everything and drag has been one of the the communities that's been attacked in the last year and a half. Yeah. People forget that when you go to a panto, there's a panto dame who was panto. doing every every innuendo, rude yeah. joke about cocks and tits. It was usually a straight man as well. Like yeah. Back in the day, it would have definitely been. I, w I watched a panto like last year and the whole gag was about the boobs. And I think the boobs kept growing and it was jokes about penises and all yeah. the kids are there. Yeah. Like, and you think back to like Les Dawson and uh, what yeah. were they called? And he's always doing exactly. that with his boobs. Like, but I think yeah. that's potentially why it's at the moment and you'll correct me if i'm wrong but it's m slightly more of an issue in the u.s than it is here because they don't have panto over there because i think we uh, in yeah. british like culture a, more of a part of our like culture. my parents who don't know anything about drag queens or drag race or anything they're still not they're still used to the concept of a man dressing up as a woman in yeah. the context of a panto dame so explaining it to my parents would be like so i suppose it's like <laughs> a pantomime dame and then they're like Oh, okay, yeah, I yeah, sort of yeah, get yeah. it now. But maybe in America, they don't have they don't that. Have a reference. That's true, yeah. And plus, you know, we've, we've got really famous drag queen celebrities, yeah. or, you know, like Paula Grady, yeah. and I can't think of any other names, but, you know, it's kind of been a part of our we society. We had Dame Edna as well. Didn't that's we? it, Dame Edna. Uh, I don't know, woman face. I don't, it's, it's basically men, women, thems, putting makeup on mm. and wigs and stuff so I, d I don't know yeah it's like it's well rubbish yeah, to me it's, just it's also don't think too deeply about yeah, it yeah exactly <laughs> drag is not that deep yeah, is it yeah, yeah. I'm literally like dressing yeah. up as a woman for like an hour for max yeah. and then I'm taking it off and I'm yeah. going home yeah. yeah like people I got a comment on one of my videos saying you're a bloke uh, and I was like yeah and what's your point <laughs> I am a man, this oh, is a drag no. account. Why are you following? Why have you watched three minutes to tell me that? Uh, <laughs> but thank you for the comment. Yeah, thanks, thanks for you. your thanks for that. Um also I wanted to talk about because I know that we've been talking for a while, but I want to talk about your fitness app, mm. Fitty. Yeah. That is so cool. How did you come up with that and talk to us a bit about what it is? Yeah, plug so it. plug, plug, plug. <laughs> plug it. Yeah, so <laughs> Fitty, i basically I wasn't able to exercise and I felt really like out of shape mentally, physically, everything last mm. year. 2022 was a really hard year. 2023 has been just as hard, but I've kind of got back on top of my fitness and my mental health and everything uh, amongst things like my ex-manager stealing money from me, etc. Uh, and the opportunity came up to develop something with um, this pe the people that do a fitness brand already. Uh, and I, I've wanted to encourage people that don't necessarily want to go to the gym mm. or don't feel comfortable going into a gym space. Yeah. I don't a lot of the time. Yeah. Uh, like where I live is a very, very straight, you know, like bro-y gym and mm. I, I hate it. Yeah, I just keep my head down and I get on with it. So the idea was just to have the drag side and my side and people can pick what they wanted to do. The drag side's a bit more campy and fun. The boy side's a bit, you know, is not drag. And that's it really, just yeah. to bring a bit more fun, a bit of drag to the fitness industry, which doesn't exist. And <laughs> knew uh, that was a niche. Yeah, who knew? <laughs> that is so and it, but working and it out in drag must be... Uh, yeah, <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's really hard. Yeah, Corset doing uh, sit-ups is not the one. Yeah, But it's it's been really successful so far and we're only at the beginning. Yeah. And uh, people are really enjoying it. So mm. yeah. I think it's great. Anything that can get anybody exercising, 
playing because people often ask me about should there be inclusive teams or I, I just think anything that gets anybody exercising is a good thing yeah and i think for not all gay men before someone goes eh, i'm not <laughs> like that but for a lot of gay men going to a gym is like hacks back to school mm. pe didn't feel comfortable felt ostracized and so they avoid it yeah even though they know they need it so to be able to do it on their own terms i think is yeah and, and have essentially a bridge well that was me i i hated sports at yeah. school i never did pe in my last year i didn't feel like safe or comfortable mm. in a locker room or anything like that um so this is for people like me that didn't feel like that and the audience is so diverse as well and mm. i think from drag race i gained all these followers which i wouldn't necessarily think would want to follow me um, what is what is your demographic it's a lot of mums okay like so 40s and up above you've got obviously y your gay lads you've got the young people the young people. The young you know you're older. The, you youths. the youths. <laughs> the young the youths. It's, it's basically anyone. And, uh, and when you see the country divides as well, it's yeah. like massive chunks of America, Canada, Australia. Right. It's really everywhere. And the good thing with um, Fitty is it can be for anyone, like anywhere. Yeah. Mm. And we'll just keep updating it and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's it's been a really, really fun project and something I want to uh, sort of move into the charity work I do like with Copperfield breast cancer charity like exercise and getting back moving after you've been through mm. all of that like my mum herself went through it as soon as she started doing yoga and Pilates and stuff she started to like stretch the scar tissue and yeah. and get back moving again yeah. so gonna hopefully work and combine the two do nice. some sort of walk or class together yeah nice. I, I always say you don't get old you don't stop moving because you get old, you get old because you stop moving. 100%. Um, so, yeah. and also, you've teed us up as well nicely. I think that's a <laughs> nice welcome. thing for me. You are a pro. I like this. You <laughs> made it very easy. Um, you, do, you do do quite a lot with charity, though. You do. Mm. Uh, you, like you said, your mum's had breast cancer. You do stuff with Alzheimer's. Yeah. I know you said earlier that you walked on Adrian's wall, which is very cool. I'm a history geek, so I've, I've, I've been once, but I've never walked along it. Just talk, talk us through that. Talk us why you do it, what you do. So, my mum had breast cancer in 20 well 2021 she was diagnosed 2022 she had her surgery so 2021 was when drag race was on tv and literally like a few weeks before it came on tv my mum told us that she had breast cancer right. so it's like obviously a huge thing uh to to hear mm -hmm. and she'd had thyroid cancer back in 2008 <coughs> so it's a second lot of cancer right. devastating um and so I, I was very keen to work with a breast cancer charity and I researched Copperfield and I found that they educate young people on how to check themselves and not even gender specific, which I really liked. Because I think when we talk about breast cancer, it's always female mm -hmm. and people forget that like 400 men a year get breast cancer. Right. Um, so yeah, I wanted to work with them. So. We did a video where I put my mum into drag and talked about her diagnosis and the process. And at the time she had no hair whatsoever. And she was actually in a really, a real lull in terms of mental health. So she really enjoyed it. Yeah. Got into drag and did a bit. Yeah. Uh, and then Alzheimer's Society, I started working with this year. So my nan's got Alzheimer's and she went into, into care in 2020. And the deterioration is just unbelievable it's yeah. it's so sad and yeah, it's awful disease yeah, yeah so just try and spread more awareness about that because i learned this year that 
dementia is the biggest killer in the UK. Mm. And I had no idea. Really? I thought it would yeah. be like cancer or something. Mm. So yeah, I just, I just, I, I like to work with, with things that I actually care about. Yeah. You know, like mm. being a celeb, being a drag queen, it's a lot of bullshit a lot of the time. Yeah. So I'd, I'd happily use my platform for some good when I can. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't, I think you learn pretty quick when you give, when you get any kind of notoriety that it's, there's no currency in it. Um, it doesn't, you know, especially when there's people who you love who are ill or there's, you know, people struggling, like some of the yeah. messages that we get or mm. the emails, you go, oh, <coughs> these are real people with real problems and you go, you know, numbers on a Instagram or followers or whatever, it likes it, it doesn't, doesn't really mean anything. No, so it puts it into perspective, yeah, doesn't it, really? absolutely. Um, so yeah, I, I just find a lot of, a lot of, a lot of people, drag queens, don't use their platform to do anything good apart mm. from be bitches. So yeah. I'd rather do the opposite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. nice. Oh, that's good. That yeah, does stand out when I feel like, when I think of Nick Collier or, or Ella Bidet, I do think of like the charity work that you do as well. So that is very that's visible. Which yeah. Just and a nice drag queen as well. Yeah, you, well, know. you, don't, yeah. you don't have to be a dickhead, do you, in general, <laughs> in yeah. life? It's nice no. to be nice, isn't it? You can put a facade on, you know, in drag I'm more sassy and I'm quicker and I'll, you know, I'll be like, why well, you got berry on your French, you know? But like in real life, you don't have to be. And I yeah. think I'm, I'm pretty lived into this old brain and body now and I'm pretty settled in my life, so have no i have no reason to go mm. out of my way to be a dick yeah amazing well that's a nice one one to finish on nick collier not a dick not a dick <laughs> nick's not the a title. dick <laughs> nick's not a dick <laughs> um okay so before we properly end this podcast yes. as normal we always do a no fomo homo recommendation normally mm. it's from us but would you have anything that you'd like to recommend to our viewers i would recommend Policies. you know we've we've just done breast cancer awareness month in october if you go onto Copperfield website, they have a self-check tool for checking yourself for breast cancer, checking your breast tissue. Male, female, male, female, heat sheet, they, everyone should check. Uh, there's steps, there's things to look out for, so go and have a look because yeah. you never know. And I think yeah. as soon as you catch it, then it's done. Catch it, bin it, yeah. kill it, <laughs> get over it. Isn't that what you do with sneezes? That is good. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I thought. Same applies. <laughs> See it, say it, sorted. <laughs> 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 oh, brilliant where can people find you on socials uh, at elevaday everywhere or at nick underscore underscore collier that one's a bit more annoying <laughs> not, not one. quite it doesn't flow that one chic that one is it? <laughs> <laughs> brilliant well thank you for coming on nick it's been a real pleasure thank yeah, you thanks brilliant. for having me yeah, and lots of love thank you very much yeah. peace out yeah thank peace you out. so um <laughs> if you've enjoyed it do all the YouTube things or the podcasty things. Leave us a review, subscribe, like. Yeah. You can find us everywhere at Happy Healthy Homo. Yeah. If you'd like to email us for our helpful Homo series, if you have a problem that you'd like us to attempt to solve, no, no promises, then email us hello at happyhealthyhomo.com. And put help in the subject as well because yeah. it helps filter out <laughs> so we know what we're on with. But yeah, other than that, thank you for see watching you. or listening. Um, and we'll, we'll see, see you next week. week. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 